welcome back to Afros and Combos. Hey, Hola. hey. <laughs> um, okay. Like and subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on social media at Afros and Combos like on IG. Email us at Afros and Combos at gmail.com. Check out the website at www.afrosandcombos.com. Well, here we are again, second time this week. This is not one, but twice that we came to you this week. So, so, again, let us know how you guys feel about the two episodes in a week. And uh, hopefully we'll proceed this way. This seems easy, fun, you know. So, yeah, we'll keep it coming. All right. So, this uh, evening, Kika is going to lead the discussion. So why don't you take it on over? God bless you, sister. Um, Rogers. <laughs> so tonight we're going to be talking about self-care um, slash just mental health. And before we get started, I just wanted each of y'all, like, how would you all define self-care? Like, if you just had to be like, yeah, this is what self-care is to me, what would you what would you say that it is? Caring for myself. Wow. That's cool. what I was going to say, taking care of myself. Okay. I, I also agree agree with okay. that definition. <laughs> okay, wonderful. We're all on the same page. So yeah, self-care, I mean, it's just basically practices or things that you do to take actions to uh, preserve or improve your own health. So we're kind of specifically kind of talking about mental health, but it could also um, tie into your emotional health. It could be your physical health, um, spiritual health, anything that you're doing to ensure that you are operating at the best version of yourself. Um, so just the first question, is there any, um, we, we can talk about the positives, but are there like negatives to self-care that you guys are seeing in culture? Because self-care is like the buzzword of the last maybe, what, two or three years. Everybody's just like self-care, self-care, take care of yourself. Do you guys think that there are some negative things that you've seen culturally around this this topic? Absolutely. There's a difference between self-care and selfishness. Mm. Mm. Elaborate. I mean, I think that yes, it is okay to make yourself a priority, but if you are always the priority in all things, that sounds to me like selfishness. If you are not willing to sacrifice in any regard for the betterment of anyone other than yourself, that ain't self-care, that's selfishness. Hmm. Okay. Anybody else? That was good. That was good, girl. Yeah, I think that's good. I think that, but what I will say to that, that's absolutely true, but what I will say is that I think that self-care gets a bad rep and sometimes it's not selfishness but in this one particular instance I am choosing myself over whatever it is that you're asking me to do and now I'm getting labeled selfish even though that this is the only time like this could be the only time that I've ever done this with you in particular um and I'm being labeled selfish or lazy or whatever the case may be, because in this one instance, I'm choosing myself over whatever it is that you're asking me to do. So I think that 
Um, yes, when it comes down to a situation of where you're constantly always choosing yourself over others, you're never willing to give or bend or whatever. I think, yes, that's when it gets to be selfish. But I think especially because our generation, for one, I think is one of the first um, to and I don't know if it's the first or if we, it's just more of us are choosing to do it, that yeah. our entire generation is being labeled lazy or you know not wanting to uh caring more about ourselves or whatever the case may be but it's like in some instances i do think that that's true but for a lot of us it's just like no i'm not just gonna bend over backwards every single time that you're asking me to do it and that doesn't make me selfish or lazy no. but i don't you do you think self-care gets a bad rap you mean yeah. from like other generations? Because I think people yeah. are like, "Ooh, self care, everything." Like, oh, no, I'm just saying from other generations, and 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 I'm specifically probably talking more so from a uh, professional standpoint. So, like, if I'm at work and I like I'm saying no to a particular project or I'm whatever mm-hmm. because. I need to go pick up my daughter from daycare at a certain time. You asking me to do this and I I can't do it. So I'm saying, no, I'm choosing my family over this. I'm not going to call my husband and tell him to go pick pick her up because that's my time with my daughter. Mm. Right. So in that situation, I could be labeled selfish. Or if there's a situation, like I know one of my friends, like she has a specific time that she, she goes to the gym every single day or maybe it's like three it's it's a specific schedule that she goes to the gym and her uh job knows that but there are times when they still reach out to her and ping her for stuff but it's like she'll work in the wee hours of the morning to make up if she needs to but she wants this one hour to herself and she gets in trouble for that sometimes and I don't think that that's selfish. Like I'm prioritizing myself in this one hour and I don't, you know what I mean? So I think, yeah, she gets in trouble and, and reprimanded from that from people at her job in uh, other generations. So yeah, because they would never do that or would have never do, done that when they were in her position. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would say my negative... Um aspect of self-care kind of has to coincide with responsibilities and responsibilities like pertaining to your family. Um, so yes, um, I, I am not a mother. And so I, I don't fully understand that role. And I do believe that it's healthy for you to have breaks from your children, have time with your friends, go out Ooh, to drink. The Lord, breaks from the it's Lord. beneficial. But when I see the Lord is working on me. I was about to be real petty. <laughs> when when I see um, your your child has become accustomed to a new way of life because they're not with you very often, that becomes concerning. Now that's not that's not my people have different circumstances and different situations that allot those. But if you are at I don't know. I don't know. Because people live their life differently. I don't want to say you can't live your life like that. But I do have some concerns when, you know, you just had a girls weekend last week. And then you you at the club on Wednesday for Wednesday happy hour. And then that Friday, you uh, little Tay-Tay and Grandma house because you uh, forgot that thing. It was a cookout at uh, so-and-so. 
you know, adults only. Um, so when I when I see that self care is inflicting with your responsibilities, that's when I kind of I'm kind of like, mm, is this is this really self care or is this abandoning your responsibilities? But I also made the plea that I I am not a parent, so I don't know what that life is like. But when I do see things like that, I'm like. Mm, I want your child to recognize you when they grow up. <laughs> That's so extreme, Camille. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, wow. I think, yeah, I agree with Drea. And I think even what you're saying, Camille, is to that point, too. Like, it's about what is the motivation behind why you're doing self-care. If it's like, you know, escape responsibilities or to just solely just think about yourself and it's not necessarily okay I'm you know rejuvenate myself so I can better engage whatever I'm called to then I think it can kind of slip into that place when you start neglecting things that you're responsible for um but it's it's tough because clearly within self-care is a form of boundaries like you're saying with your friend cookie you have boundaries of this is the allotted time that I'm having for exercise and how do I navigate you know, flex in that. Um, so for you guys, is it, do you all have like Cookie saying with her friends, do you all have like blocks of time in the day or days in the week or just this, this space, whether it's, you know, physical space or it's a time is untouched by anybody and it's solely focused on me and my, my self-care? Mm, no. I don't have a set time per se, but I do have, you know, things that are, you know, uniquely me. And I, and even like, there are times like even back in a, the normal world when work was normal and you went into the office, y'all remember that? Like when you used to go into the office and you had to like drive into traffic and then you, you know, (laughs) And then you park your car and then you get out and you walk into the office building and you speak to people. Yes, and- Cookie, we get it. We yeah. get it. <laughs> so back then, I was just making sure y'all remember. So back then, there was a certain time that I shut off, right? And and I am not talking to people. I'm not checking emails. I'm not doing any of that until it, like, I would check again, probably around, I would say probably around 7, 30, 8 o'clock. I would check again. But from the hours of, it was probably like 5.30 to about 7 or 8 o'clock, I'm not checking anything. Mm-hmm. And I am spending time with my family. I am picking up my daughter. Like that was something that was specifically me. Like th- I would switch off with my husband in terms of dropping her off, but I was the one to pick her up. Mm-hmm. And that was me and I am going to do it at a certain time to be able to have her early enough to where she's not going to bed and I'm just literally getting her to the house and d- throwing her in the shower or that shower throwing her in the bathtub and, <laughs> like uh, shower in the crib. And it's, you know what I mean like I wanted to yeah. spend time with her and so I would shut off and it was a certain time every single day that I would shut off and not pick it back up until eight o'clock, seven thirty, eight o'clock. And the people who I worked with knew that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you have an emergency during those hours, I'm not the one to go to. And they understood that. But if you need something at like eight thirty, nine o'clock, which emergencies, believe it or not, 
ridiculously happen at 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night to where it's like, oh shit, I need y'all to do the X, Y, and Z. Can y'all do emergencies happens at 11 o'clock? I would I can help you out there if I'm awake. But I'm not about to help you from 5 30 to 8 o'clock. I'm just not. That's that's not me. So Okay. Yeah, I think for me, like I I'm I'm this is an area I'm weak in self-care. Like I I go, 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 go until I kind of burn out and I have to like intentionally tell myself these things you know bring you life you need to do them but I used to have a sabbath like intentionally these 24 hours span I'm resting um or if I couldn't get 24 hours because of different work responsibilities as much chunk of a time as possible um I mean we're kind of forced into this space where we at home all the time so we ain't can't go nowhere so um, n- now I do try and use my weekends to do things that like bring me joy and give me rest, but I can't say that I had like a period of time every day or a block of time at all that I'm just like, yeah, this is dedicated just solely to me. Um, unless I like burn out, which is not good. Well, I'm a planner, so I, I have specific time every day. Um, wow. Yeah, from uh, 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. before I start my work day. Uh, I, that's, that's just me. That is me. The only time that time is interrupted, if there is an emergency, I do allow emergency to interrupt that time because it is a daily thing that I give myself. And then in the evenings, um, around that 6.30 to 7.30, I try to do something physical every day. That one isn't as consistent. If I do a minimum of three times a, a week, I'm okay with that. But every morning before I start work, I have to have that time to myself in order to just get through the day as well as to respond appropriately to things. Because even in COVID, girl, my, you know, you got to have your keyboard game up now instead of your conversation game. You got to be like, didn't, didn't I send you this email? <laughs> You got to have your keyboard responses and, you know, I'll be, I'm pretty quick. And so that gives me the time to slow down and be like, okay, Camille, get into the practice of thinking about how you respond, get into the practice of like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Have a, have my little quiet time, have my little coffee, sometimes tea every morning, 7 a.m. So are you like studying the word? Like, are you reading your Bible or are you just literally sitting and like thinking and journaling? And what are you like, what are you actually doing? It varies from day to day. So Hmm. it kind of depends on what I need. Okay. Okay. What about you, Dre? Um, I would say, I mean, I don't have no, well, I have before. Mine varies, I think, depending on life and depending on what, I feel like I need, like, if I feel like I'm waking up anxious, then it's like, okay, I need to intentionally, I remember there was a season where intentionally the last hour before I went to sleep, I didn't, like, my phone was off, I was completely disconnected just to, just to, you know, find some peace before I went to sleep and then I was able to rest well and I woke up feeling refreshed. Um, But then there have been other seasons where that wasn't necessary. So no, I can't say that I have like a designated 
this time looks like this or whatever. It's just kind of like, I don't know what I feel like I need, but I don't necessarily wait until I'm like burnt out until I figure it out, but it doesn't necessarily consistently look the same way. Yeah. Yeah, And I think one, I want to jump back in that burnout stage because I used to do that. And then when I would get burnt out, because like, like Drea, I don't have a set time, but I do have time that I set aside for myself to where, I mean, and it can look a variety of ways, whether or not I'm walking by myself in the neighborhood, or if I am back when I went to the gym, if I was doing that, you know what I mean? Like whatever it is, it looks different every single day, every season, whatever. But I used to get to a point where I would just get to burn out and be like, man, like, literally like fuck everything like I'm not about to I'm not going to be productive at work anymore mm-hmm. not saying that I'm going in thinking like I'm not going to do any work but you're just not productive like when yeah. you burn out it everything spirals out of control I'm yeah. I'm lashing out at people I yeah. am even with my spouse lashing out at my spouse like things aren't healthy there and it's just like when you get to the burnout yes at that point you are now taking time for yourself, but it's almost like a forced take time for yourself because you're like not being productive in various areas yeah. or you don't piss people off and they don't want to talk to you right now. Yeah. So now you have time for yourself and you kind of stewing and it's not like a moment of pause and refresh and rejuvenation. It's a moment of like, I'm stewing in anger and I'm, I'm like tired of everything. And like, that's when it becomes like not, a productive moment for yourself yeah like you're running on e and you're just gassed so even mm-hmm. your self-care that you do is really just to get you back to a quarter of a tank rather right. than to fill yourself up right. yeah um well speaking of like pre-covid days when things you know could get busy um i know it's a lot easier to maintain a schedule of caring for yourself when when there's a rhythm um when it gets like busy for you all which cookie i can imagine that that's every day you got a whole child um how did how well did you all do a good job of still prioritizing self-care and if so how did you do that because i'm sure there are some of our listeners who are like I want to take care of myself, but I don't, or I want to put some self-care practices into place, but my schedule or when it was busy or it currently is busy, doesn't allow for it. And I need help to figure out how to prioritize that outside of just saying, yes, I need to do this. So what are some practical tips that you would say, like in the busyness of your schedule, this is what you can do to maintain that? Um, I would say one thing that I try to do, like, the first week of the month is extremely busy for me at work. And so during those times, I really try to build in things that build me up in my normal routine. So mm-hmm. I am, I mean, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to take a lunch. I mean, if I'm going to be Absolutely. working two, seven, eight, nine o'clock anyway, might as well make it 9 30 and I have time to chill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So during that time, I mean, I may not eat. During that time, mm-hmm. I may literally just like lay and do some vapor meditation. <laughs> or I may like, you know, do do whatever it is that will relieve 
relieve pressure and like center me. And then I can eat a sandwich while I'm working. But I needed that time period to be able to just decompress. And then also at the end of clothes, I pretty much by the end of clothes, I'm like done. Like I'm like spent. Uh, I don't got nothing else left to give to nobody. <laughs> um, so what I usually do is I already have it queued up. I watch like a children's movie. Hmm. And I just chill. Like I turn my phone. Like well, pretty much all my groups and texts and stuff are pretty much muted during clothes anyway. So I don't unmute them. And like I watch a children's movie that's not gonna require me to think because I usually watch movies that it's like, ooh, did he do it or who was that? And I'm trying to yeah. figure something out. Mm-mm, I don't want none of that. I want oh, it's colorful and then oh, <laughs> but they ain't singing this stuff. I <laughs> Camille. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like watch a children's movie, eat some pizza or something that's not good for me, eat some ice cream and just chill and like have a night to just completely decompress. Like, I don't care what's going on. Like, I'm just going to chill for a night, you know? Uh, And then after that, I'm pretty much like back on a good routine because I know for me, when I first started in the kind of role I have, it's like I would lose a week every month. And it caught up to me because I was like, the first week of the month is like lost days for me. Like outside of work, I do nothing. I talk to no one. I learn nothing. Like it's just all consuming my job. So I had to try to start building in ways to still be able to care for myself. And it may just be I'm in the shower, but while I'm in the shower, I'm going to have some worship music going and I'm going to spend this time, you know, talking to the father or whatever it is that I'm going to do, but trying to build it into my routine because there are still certain things that you have to do on a daily basis, even when you're busy. That's really good, Dre. Uh, anybody else? Let me see. Well, um, I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead no, well, I was going to say, like, I think pre-child, um, it was, you know, fairly, um, not easy, but like, I, I am a very, uh, I, I speak up for myself. Um, and I have no problem doing so. And, um, quite frank, and it's probably because like, if I am working a job, it's not my dream. So I really don't care nothing about what, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not about to sit here and work my ass to the bone when I know you can cut me at any minute that you want to. Mm. And like, I, I, I'm not about to do that. So I am going to prioritize myself because I know you're not going to, right? Mm. So, and in doing that, like, I, one, I enjoy car rides. I know a lot of people don't. I don't like sitting in traffic, but I do enjoy like driving into work because that is a period of time where I have like, I'm I'm like a good 30, 45 minutes away from my job. So that's a good podcast link. I love podcasts. I listen to podcasts on the way there and on the way back. So that's a good moment that I already have built in. And then again, like I have a shut off period and I am not going to like my, I have colleagues who literally will respond to stuff 
at all hours of the night. And once you set that precedent, they are going to expect that from you from the remainder of your career. And I remember talking to them and being like, that's not something that I'm going to do. And if it differentiates you from me in terms of you being promoted over me, then that's fine. Like I, I will, I will bite that, but that's not something that I'm going to do because in my daily life, it's not going to make me happy. And in fact, it's going to make me hate this job and burn out. So I can't, I can't do that. Like I, I can't, or otherwise I'm not going to be effective in what they're asking me to do. So I have a shut off period. Um, every evening um and then obviously i am available for emergencies and stuff like that but for the most part like no i'm not like a routine email i can nothing is life-threatening i don't work in anything that involves people's lives nothing like that so nobody is gonna die if i don't respond to this email and like i I think keeping perspective is very important. Like ain't nobody finna die if I don't do this. So, um, and it's not a deadline. So I'm not about to respond to it just because you want it right now. Um, So that's that. Um, And then also like um, after having a child, I will say like the first couple months after having a child, it was very difficult for me because I felt like I had to be, superwoman in all regards. Mm. Like I had to be there for every diaper change. I had to be there to check to see how work was progressing. I had to uh, make sure my husband is okay. And I I felt like I, I was like pulling in all of these directions. And thankfully I have a partner who is very, very, very supportive. And he would pull me to the side and be like, look, I don't need you to do all this stuff. Like, don't feel like, cause there are times like I felt like I was failing and like there'll be times I'll just like just break down crying and it didn't even really make sense and he didn't understand what's going on I didn't know what was going on I'm sitting here snapping at him because he's trying to change the diaper I'm like I can change her diaper it's just like and so he basically was like look I'm gonna take her you um chill because I think I stayed here and he like left with her and like even that was a like he had to force like me to let her go with him wherever mm. was it they went. I don't yeah. even remember. But then like just the fact that he did that, it was like so relaxing. Just being able to like stay in the house with no noise. Like yeah. I don't even think I had the TV on. Like just no noise and just being able to like, you know? Yeah. So like, and, and I think that that's, you know, obviously there are hormonal issues going on with that. So that's a whole different thing. But I think you you just have to be able to advocate for yourself yeah. and 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 because nobody is gonna advocate for you. You have to be the one to advocate for yourself. If that's shutting your phone off, if that's and again, we are not talking about to the point of neglecting responsibilities and being lazy and not all of that. Like, cause Drea when Drea uh before she gets to them kids movies, Drea's over here with her little thing over here, like like this this Drea. <laughs> tapping and away then, right and then then she get on the little children's movie yeah. so yeah that's good cookie uh camille you have anything to add to that um yeah well i would say for me i i am extremely extroverted so on days that i am extremely busy um on my lunch instead of eating sometimes I FaceTime one of my friends <laughs> and then, you know, when the world was open up, I would go to lunch and um, 
also when the world was open up, I would go visit my friends as well. That would bring me joy or go out to <laughs> dinner with them. Now it's a little different. So I got to, you know, you know, <laughs> I got to look forward to Fridays where me and my husband go grab some takeout to bring back to the house. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, I get energy from, from people. So sometimes just FaceTiming my friends just like can get me through the rest of the day. Even though sometimes I talk to them way while I'm still working through the whole day, but hey, that that is what energizes me. So I that's one thing that I do. Um, sometimes during my breaks, I, I love music, and music also gives me energy. So there are times I'll have a full on concert in my in my office right now. <laughs> like I'll be killing it. Sometimes I'll pull out my guitar that I can't really play. <laughs> and oh, wow. Go to town. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Town, and I will give back and feel so rejuvenated, like I have done something, and I'm able to to breeze through. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Why well, I'm the complete opposite of Camille. People drain me. They suck the living life out of my body. Um, everybody in different levels, but for the most part, everybody drains me. So I do not go and and call my friends on lunch breaks I have been doing that more with COVID just because I realized that even as an introvert there's still a need for you know those connection points but um for me it's I've recently y'all be laughing at me but I recently like started bike riding so um when things kind of get really really busy I I I'm the probably one of the weaker ones in terms of self-care because I you know tend to default to care for others first before self to a detriment but um so when things get busy like I have to t- remind myself like and for me it's something simple as eat breakfast I do I, I do a bad job at eating breakfast so pre kind of our office is shut down again now but right before we shut down I did something just as simple as going to the store and buying breakfast food so when I got to work in the mornings I would warm it so I would eat it at my desk um, so for me, that was just even a small thing of self-care because once you get to work, it just goes and it goes. And before you know it, you look up and it's the end of the day. So something as little as, you know, getting breakfast for myself or I got into biking. So bike riding. Um, at one point, I had it like scheduled to a T of alternating days between working out and riding my bike because it's the alternative to running. Because like the opposite of Camille, I don't run. Camille be running for like miles and I'm like why would you do that to yourself (laughs) so I ride my bike or just even something as simple as just being in my room just laying in bed and doing nothing like not even watching kids shows like nothing just sitting still or journaling for me that kind of helps me be able to keep balance when things get really crazy and really really busy but um, one thing that I really found that was really interesting is a lot of times we talk about self-care from a physical, or mental, or even kind of spiritual realm. But there's an aspect of self-care that's also um, financial and professional. And we alluded to kind of professional in terms of having, you know, your boundaries within what you will do and what you won't do and the blocks that you have. But are there any things like financially that you guys do that you would consider that is like a form of self-care? Or have you guys even thought about that before? Pay yourself first. Mm-hmm. Elaborate. Elaborate. Like save, put money, like put money into yourself before you put money into everything else that you got to pay money for. 
Yep. Well, you, pay, you pay Uncle Sam first, and then you pay yourself. Well, that's yeah. only because Uncle Sam take his money. <laughs> <You> have- <laughs> <laughs> he, he steal that drug for you and hit your account. <laughs> yep, that's really good, Dre. Anything else? Um. Well, uh, it, go ahead, Cookie. We can no, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, in my budget, I have a specific blow fund that I call it. Well, my husband likes to call it single purchases because he's so full. But it's, it's, <laughs> but it's uh, so technical. Exactly. I know, right? Shout out to Jeremy. So in this, uh, with this budget, I can do whatever I want with it. So that could be Amazon. That could be, well, we ain't going nowhere. So, you know, maybe I'll send my friend a Postmate. <laughs> but I, with this money, I there is no restriction on what I can do except that amount that's allocated. So that's, yeah. that's a way. That's good. Cookie? Yeah, I, I had the same thing before COVID hit and then COVID hit. And it's just like, I mean, because I mean, it would be things like I mostly would go to stores and like, you know, mostly buy candles and, you know, <laughs> shit like that. And I'm not going to stores no more. And then you order it, you got to pay for shipping. So I'm not mm-hmm. doing that. So, yeah. Um, so I'm mostly like now I um we've really been building up savings for one, um, which is like how we've shifted to paying ourselves first and like, you know, that's what our priority is right now. And also um uh investing in things and we have a couple of projects going on that we are interested in and that is literally taking care of ourselves to be able to relieve us of some of these uh restraints on our schedule Mm. um so that's our goal and that's something that we are that we've sacrificed in terms of not being able to go out to eat all the time or go to the movies every weekend or like do like there were literally months where we didn't have really much entertainment outside of like free stuff like Hmm. walking in the park or you know something along those lines because we are trying to sacrifice in order to set us up to be able to be free from you know, restraints of going to work every day. Um, And so that's a form of, it's a sacrifice, right? So like, we're not necessarily having the gratification immediately, but the hope is that our gratification comes later. Yeah. Um, So that's a form of what we're doing, but we did like, and then also like, I spend money on travel. Mm -hmm. I enjoy traveling. And when I do travel, I like to travel well. Yep. and have a great time so yep. that is uh, another form of care that's good yeah y'all said all mine i was gonna say the travel fund i had a travel fund that i just kind of slide money into because i know i enjoy traveling as well so um it's easier to just have that money uh saved up than have to dip into it and then i to travel like projects so i just recently um started the process of building a fence in my backyard and self-care for me was saving and putting money, allocating money towards that project little by little rather than at one time being like, I need this huge chunk of money because then that's just stressful. Um, but, yeah, I agree with everything else you guys said. Um, but uh, this was a great conversation. You know, I hope that, you know, the listeners got something out of it. Um, self-care is, is, is a way to reduce anxiety. It can, you know, increase your productivity help with your mood, even has like physical health benefits of, you know, 
helping with your immune system and even like tackling different health issues that people have. Um, and it's really, really vital that, you know, you all are taking time to think about yourself, especially in times like this with COVID where it's, you turn on the TV or get on social media and it's one bad news after another, something weighty, or you're just in the house and that could be stressful, trying to find time for yourself in the midst of what's going on, getting outside and all that stuff. But we hope you guys enjoyed us talking about this issue. This is actually part one of a series that we're going to um, have going on just adulting and what it means to just be grownups out here. We aren't, we don't got it together, so we can't tell you we got it perfected. We all just trying to figure it out too, but we're trying to share our wisdom to the best of our abilities. Um, but we'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.